Hi, we would like to share a quick announcement before we start. Our event, Kaleo 24, is right around the corner. From Friday, April 5th to Sunday, April 7th, we will be gathering here in Madrid for our yearly conference. It will be a weekend full of fire and the presence of God. Join us together with people from across the nations for worship, encounters, ministry times, and to be equipped through His Word. We encourage you to come and experience this Spirit-filled event. You can buy tickets and find more details at our website, www.caleomadrid.com slash events. We're excited to see you there. And now, enjoy the podcast. Where are you with God? Where are you with God? In this, this question you can ask in many different ways. You can, it could be that you are like, I don't know God. Maybe you have been on a journey with him and have friendship with him. But maybe you also, you are with God, but where are you going? If you are not going to any place with him, um, but if you are on a way with him, and there might be something not very um, um, healthy. He loves to call people. Do you know what it means? What Kaleo means? It means to be called. Yeah. There is a reason for this. Why we call the church Kaleo? Because we believe that every person is called for something. And we do not only believe that because it's a good idea, but because God has called you by your name. And if you don't know him, you, you need to know that he is calling you. He knows you. He knows, he, and he doesn't only know you, he loves you. He loves you. He calls you. He's saying, hey, Manu, he's calling you with your name. He wants you to be close. Our God loves to call. But this calling, it, there is no fine, no end to it. <laughs> When you are in a place where you are not moving, <coughs> there is something not healthy. Somebody knows Abraham in the Bible. He is known as a, as a man of faith. Thousands of years before, um, before the, the law was there, they were talking about Abraham and his faith. He was known for his faith. He's known for his very hard point in his life and his great success. When, when God is calling him to um, the, his most precious thing, and then you see his faith where he's not negotiating with God, but where he's saying, yeah, I'm giving you everything. With everything he had in all his heart, he was ready, living with us, open heart, to do whatever God wants him to do. But his, his story is long. In Genesis 12, you can see about his life. The, f the first versicles, verses, they, they really fascinate me. 
where the Lord has said me, leave your native country, your relatives and your father's family and go to the land that I will show you. I will make you into a nation, great nation, and I will bless you and make you famous. And you will be a blessing to others. I will bless those who bless you and curse those who treat you with contempt. All the families on earth will be blessed through you. Who, who of you loves the, the blessing over your life, life that you will be a blessing? What does it mean? What does it mean to be a blessing? It's not something spiritual only, but it, it's in his in the life of Abraham, in all the areas of his life, in his economic way, all all the all the parts of his life were covered by a blessing. It's made its meaning it means um, something something good over his life. In a, in a, in a life where you can see God doing something great. But we will we see this 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 journey of Abraham. I love that. First First, we want to look on who he is when God is calling him, saying, "Leave your leave your country." It's it's kind of you're getting into your car, you open Google Maps, and and Google Maps is telling you <clears throat> is telling you just start your car and follow me, and I will tell you where to go. <laughs> and so you're like following your phone. No, no, nobody is going to a place where. He's not knowing where to end, but Abraham did so. Sometimes when we when we follow God, it's like that. You are asking God, show me where to go. And he says, Yes, I will show you. But first leave your leave your leave your place, leave your family, leave your country, and let's go. Sometimes God is not showing us exactly where he wants us to go. Sometimes it's partially, and sometimes it's because we don't really have the faith <laughs> to go maybe that far where he wants us to. And that's only one reason, it's only one thought of me. He wants to walk with you. I'm, I'm a climber. I love, I lo I love rock climbing. I, I, what I don't like is to walk to the rock. <laughs> There's a couple of missionaries that love hiking for hours and hours and hours. I love it. <laughs> I, I, I know, like, f <laughs> we were like now working four or five years together. We never walk together. together. <laughs> I, I, I think it's for me very difficult to walk. With God, it's different. With Him, with him I love to walk. He is creating confidence in our hearts, in the hearts of, of Abraham, in his walk with him, that he has with him, where it was, he, he was um, against the pains, against all odds, he was going with him. The, the question is, where, where, where am I going? Why am, why am I leaving in the first place? But the answer is 
it's, it's, it's the, the answer is the relationship with God in the middle of it. It's not about where you're going. It's not, but it's it's going with him. That's the connection. It's that type of connection that brings deepness in your connection, in your relationship with him. So my question is, is your relationship, is it deep with him? He, he's a God that, that loves to take your, your hand and, and helps you make first steps into the adventure that he has for you. Where are you with God today? And where are you, are you, where are you going? I would like to um, try to answer this a little bit. And um, let's, let's keep going in this, in, this, in this coming weeks. But I would like to prepare a basis of this um, to see where you're at and where you go in, because this is important. So this is like a series of four uh, weeks. Sofia last week started this a little bit. She started high. <laughs> she, she talked about uh, boldness, walking in boldness, that there is no other option. Um, than to walk in, in boldness. And when we don't have it, we ask for it. Um, it's, not a, it's not a feeling, it's not an emotion. Um, who was here? It's come, how? Through the Holy Spirit. I think we need to go back to this, okay. <laughs> how can we have a relationship with God where I'm not fixed? in one place, but where I I can move of where every, wherever he wants me. The first point, we find that in Luke 9, 23. If somebody wants to be my um, disciple, take he needs to take his cross on his every day and follow me. Some people, they have, they have kind of this feeling, they're not sure, but but they think in, in hard times, uh, I think this is the cross of my life now. <laughs> because the cross that Jesus was carrying it's, it's, it's a suffering, not for, you, for yourself, but for somebody else. Because Jesus wasn't going for himself on the cross, but for you. So the difficulty is here, the challenge is that God has different promises in the middle of the darkness. He is with you. He, he walks with you. But the invitation here is um, that he wants a, a lifestyle. You are not living anymore for your, for your desires, for your own heart, but for something higher, for something greater. You give your life for what he has for you. Do you know what he has for you? A plan. He wants to touch the nations of this world in general. And that starts with the person that is in front of you. And so, so you need to, that needs that you need to learn uh, how to live your life for somebody else. And so this this comes back that you give your yeah, every day to him. 
that year. There is a goal that one day, one day in your life, when it's getting difficult, I will pray, pray the price, pray, pay the price. Oh gosh, <laughs> every day, every day, not living for myself, but for Him, to take my cross on me for somebody else, for the person that God is calling me to. I know not for myself. So if you have Bible, it's like like kind of kind of tired. Take your take your Bibles out. Jeremiah um, 29:11. I know the plans that I have for you, plans for good and not for disaster, to give you future and hope. It says God has good plans for you. Every promise that you have for, the, for Israel in the Old Testament, in the New Testament, it's that the church is entering into those promises. Here it says that he has a good plan, a good future for you. For you. So he's saying that over your life. He says, I have a good plan for you. My question is, if you are, would, if you, I would give you the, if I would give you the microphone and you can tell me in the three, five minutes, what's the plan for his life for you? <clears throat> it's never that he doesn't have a plan for you. Uh, the question is, do I know it? Because he says he has a plan for your life. So here is what the thing is. So sometimes I just ask, do you know the plan? And so people start answering, yes, I know there is a plan. And then, yeah, I don't know. And many times the, the answer is, what we have learned from the Bible now. That's correct. God has a calling that is, in fact, for all of us. So the first, the first calling he has is that he is calling you in relationship with Jesus, that you have a life in relationship, in intimacy with Jesus. The second calling is 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 that you go to the ends of the world world to find that person that is lost and that you can show that person the, the love of God. The Bible says that we should go to the nations and make disciples to find the people and to introduce them to Jesus and to to the relationship that Jesus wants to have with everybody. So we have we we all have that calling. It's not only for the evangelists. The third calling, can, you cannot copy. Every person has an individual calling that has to do with how God created you and how He created you different from me, because we are not we are, we are not having the same calling. This third calling is so individual. I'm not saying that you are like getting out of your 
passions or your own visions, because it's still a plan that's coming from God that is so detailed that only you can actually complete, complete this. And so this third calling, um, and so now I'm getting a little less answer from people. Okay, we have understood. We, we are called to have friendship with God. We are we are called to to make disciples of all the nations. But what are the things that He called you that you only you can do? Complete in Amos three six. No. Different verse. <laughs> Never mind. It says that God is not is not going to do anything before without telling telling his um, his prophets. That's a promise that we have from the Old Testament. This is reflecting the heart of God saying, before I'm going to do something, I will talk about it. I will share it with you. I will share it, my ideas with you. It's not that you don't have a God that says, oh, my, my ideas, they're kind of hidden. And there's only a few, few person that I'm going to share this with. But there is a, we have a God that wants to share plans. And so I think the question is, if you are having a lifestyle where your heart is open of what he, for what he's saying, sometimes we have we are afraid that that he will talk, that he will speak, and that I might not like what he says. Maybe it's so hard that I cannot complete it. I cannot do it. I do, I want to remind you we have a good father. He's not working against himself. He has a good plan for you, and maybe it's a challenge, and, but you need to see that he's a good father, that everything that he is doing is for love for him. So he, is, he gave his only son to, um, to die for you. He's not turning his back on you and saying you, telling you, now see how you're going to do it. No, he's loving his kids. He's loving his children. <clears throat> He's saying today, no, I want to, I want to create a basis today, where you are not just in in one place, but where you can move. It's his, uh, it's his will to carry the cross, not only for yourself, but also for somebody else. So I think that the second point is where you are where you are in a point where you um hungry for to see his vision and to to um um discover who is who he is <clears throat> what is that calling what is that that you have for me there's a, there's there's like a couple of verses that are really confusing me can i be honest with you around god there is darkness have you have you been reading this before? That's so strange. <clears throat> and when I was reading this, I was thinking, why? What are we reading the same Bible? It says about Jesus, He's the light. He's good. He's light. Why? Why is He living in darkness? 
And so I think one of the interpretations of this is, why is there darkness around him? It's because we have a God. Um, we, we have a God that would love to be found. Sometimes children, <laughs> they, they love, they, they love, they love like this game. I have no idea how you call it, how you, <clears throat> how you call it in Spanish. But, and so, and so, some other kids are like hiding. It's like seek and hide and hide and seek, <laughs> hide and seek. <laughs> so why, why, why is it that the children love this kind of game? There's something emotional, something like exciting about this, <laughs> because they love, they love this. <laughs> yeah, I mean, this is like so they're hiding, but then they look around the corner. Is this going to find me? Is this going to find me? Is he going to find me? And then <laughs> they want to be found. Really, it's it's a somehow it's it's a type of love to be found by another person. God is with darkness all around him because he would love to be found. He loves to be found. Some of his promises are so clear and they, they're going to show up so, so or so. But then there's other things in his heart that in fact that make people so interested that they start start playing this game. Okay, I will find this out. I will figure this out. I will find you out. <laughs> and sometimes it might be that you, you think like, okay, everybody in this world knows that they're called to something. I need to find this out. It's, it's, it's good. When you are trying to figure out what he called you, it's not, you are not wrong. It said about Abraham that he was he was leaving his place, following him, and God said, "Let's go together." And so this is this, this can be you, like looking in the dark, finding his place, until you find the truth, find your life. And you find that perfect design that he has made you, full, so full of full of hunger and and full full of excitement for what he has for you. What is the what is the calling that he has for you? Sometimes. How can I say this? In the Bible, there's many instructions. Sometimes we say the life, the life would be easy if that would be the only instructions that we have. In religion, we are trained to look at those instructions. They are very, very important. Don't don't get me wrong. We preach that all the time. We we value it. We we we, we we read this all the time because those instructions are so important for me. But the the word of God, biblical from the biblical side, there's like 
there's like different words that are used for the word of God, and some of the, one of one of it is is used for the instructions, but there is another word, and it, it's it's like that's that that um, small voice that that speaks to you during the day. It's not exactly only the one or the other, but sometimes you have to look at God his instruction personal directly to you in the situation where you are in, in exactly now in this very moment it's not only like a general truth over your life but a word that is in the very moment for you in in your religion the only thing that happens is we only study the instruction we only study the bible what's wrong with it nothing but the The, the life of a, of a believer is incomplete if it's only that. Because the, the, the life of, of a believer flows from this, from the instructions. But he gave us also his Holy Spirit and he poured it out over all the people. He gave visions, he gave dreams, he gave prophetic words. And the, that, that is the result of the outpouring of the Holy Spirit. So what is important now as believers is that we not only look for a life where we learn those instructions so we know how to live life well, but is to be de dependent on the Holy Spirit, his instruction individually in the moment where he speaks relevant, relevant for us, for me. We live in this time where the only uh, where the where the only only um, calling that we find st stays on this two two legs, the instruction that we have and the word that he speaks, uh, because we we learn those. And we have the relationship with the Holy Spirit when he speaks to us, when he gives us and he speaks about the instructions that we have read and where he speaks in our situation, where we are right now, because it's important for him where we are in our family. It's important to him, um, your work situation, your relationships, in, in, <laughs> in your emotional life. And all that um, needs needs an um, spontaneous word of the Holy Spirit. So, so if you're not fixed in this, not fixed in this place where you are, but if you are like open to to follow Him where He's, and it needs this that we know what what is the instruction of the Bible. But on the other side, to live in that relationship with the Holy Spirit every day, all the time, always when he wants to. I would like to propose, this is the, gre the greater uh, challenge. Why? Because it needs more attention of your heart. It's easy to, to read the Bible and to learn, and then to, to remember those things. But to 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 hear this um, spontaneous speaking of the Holy Spirit in my life, it needs this this relationship, this friendship with the Holy Spirit. It's like an old radio. I'm not very technical here, but imagine like an old old radio. 
And so uh, the frequencies there, they are like out there all the time, but you need to t tune the radio to the right channel in order to actually catch the, the, the radio waves and, and let, let the music play. Because if you want to hear those things, you need to, to be in the frequency of the Holy Spirit. You need to be in tune with the heart of God. And in because there is so many thoughts that are running through our heads and going through our hearts. And we need to filter what's, what's actually coming from God or what is coming from the enemy even. You need to have that focus on, the, on him. Where are where are we with this focus on him? Through gratefulness, through the affections of my heart. So when I I am with affections in my heart towards him, when I'm um, with gratefulness, and I'm just running and not not even listening, what is he thinking? What is he wanting? But when my my heart is focused on him, and I, I, I keep on going with with my values on him, focused on Holy Spirit, my radios, <laughs> my radio um, channel with him, so so I can hear what he says. Are you awake? <laughs> okay. So another half an hour. No, no, no. <laughs> Sometimes we ask us, why, why are you not following what he says? Why was Israel so long in the desert? Yeah, for disobedience. What's what's what has God been doing in these years? Why why would were they were they running in circles? It was easy to get out of Egypt. Um, God made lots of miracles for his people and through those miracles they walked out of Egypt it was easy for God and the people received it and they knew God has a promised land for us but the difficulty was they needed to change their hearts because in their heart was still Egypt. It was it was full of Egypt. Their heart was full of Egypt. The whole thinking was like slaves because they were working as slaves in Egypt. And so they were like physically free, but their hearts were still so used to slavery. And so in the end, they said, it's easier for us to, to return. So many times in the middle, they said, it's easier for us to get back into slavery because their hearts were still in slavery. They weren't slaves anymore. They were free now, but their hearts were still in slavery. 
And so they felt this draw to go back. When you are feeling that you are not getting to the promised land, I would propose that maybe God needs to free, set free what's inside of you. Maybe you have received salvation, but that doesn't mean automatically that is you have all the, f the freedom in your life yet. There might be still some chains that need to be ch that need to be broken through the years. There is like a freedom in your heart, like a joy. Some of those things, they, they, he's he's changing and he's bringing on the way. Some of the reasons why are we going in circles, circles and circles, is, and we, it seems like we are not getting to the calling that he has for us. And so if, if you find yourself in one of those circles, and you're asking yourself, so what's, what's going on, God? What's going on? Maybe it's because that he wants to bring some freedom into your life. It might be is doing something in your heart. And this might be an invitation to find that liberty, to find that freedom, to come. It's not only to become like a, 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 a person that is free, but with a person that is free with a free heart. We have been, we have been talking a lot about this. But more than hearing this, you need to live it. So you wouldn't do circle after circle and not try, not not moving further and not getting into the promised land. Because what God wants to do, He wants to bring that real freedom in your heart. One of the things that you can do is find yourself a life group and connect with your life group leaders. He can help you to find that freedom that He has for you. What are some of the things that are killing um, the purpose in your life? What are some things that are killing the purpose in your life? What, it, for you, go into the place that he has for you. It can always be, can always be a fight. What, what are some of those things? The first thing. Um, is laziness. <laughs> laziness. Um, like that, that just feeling, I'm, I'm comfortable. I'm, I'm good. I have my work. I have my family. I don't need to move. That's like, that's like I'm so comfortable in this place. I don't need to move. That's one of those things that can actually really kill um, the purpose of God in your life. Because he, he will give you comfortable, but um, he might call calls you out of, of your comfort, comfort zone. <laughs> he, he, wants to, he wants to be your comfort. He wants to be your comfort. God is calling you to live a life that is not for you yourself, but for him. The second point. 
Many people follow a voice that is more rational than thinking than the voice of the Holy Spirit. And so if God is talking one thing, and then you start thinking and thinking and thinking and thinking. I don't know a person that hears the word of the Holy Spirit and then and then keeps on thinking that gets actually to where he's calling you. It's not that you don't that you stop thinking, but it's like that overthinking, let's see, let's see, let's see, and start argumenting from the human side. Because he is more interested in confidence. <clears throat> he will he will giving you he will give you revelation <clears throat> sometimes people hear one thing from god and then they start rationalizing with their own mind and that that is the opposite of 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 trusting trusting means he he may, he, he talked to me he called me and i'm going to go like like abraham not knowing where he's calling, God called, okay, I'm going. Because he wants that we trust him. There's like, I think the third thing, there's a whole long list, but the third thing that I think is, is a phrase. Show me, show me, show me your friends and I'm going to show you your future. Many people leave, let other people to speak into their life. People that are talking, that are not living their purpose, their their purpose that have that God has for them. So, I don't. I'm not against those people, but there is a certain people that should um, speak. You let 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 speak. Let them speak into your life that should be people that actually follow God. It's, I'm not saying you shouldn't have friends like that, but you need, to, you need to guard your heart, who you let and permit to speak into your life and give you um, like counsel or, or direction. So I'm, I'm a climber. One of the things, one of the things that some climbers do is like they're looking <laughs> they look, they're sitting under the rock and watch others and say, oh, easy, easy. But then they have never climbed up themselves. They have, they have no idea. They have no idea about this. They can't really give you like a, like a, um, like a counsel on this. A person that has given everything, that's, that's surrendered everything, that is a person you can listen to. Good thoughts, many good thoughts. Let's see what you're going to do with it. I don't know. <laughs> I, f I feel to 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 touch to touch a couple of points here because I feel that there is different fruit for different people. I would like I like to pray for you um, that you have this idea in your mind that what you started to uh, to hear it's gonna. It's gonna be, gonna become a um, a reality in your life. Hmm.
Thank you, Father, that you have good plans for us. <clears throat> I pray for like an increase of faith in our hearts. Let us see, let us believe and, con and trust that you are good. Teach us, Jesus, to know your instructions, but also to know the, the individual moment. I pray that you give us hunger to find the calling that you have and show me the things that are hidden. Give me, give me boldness, the endurance to follow, to, to seek and seek and seek until I find the calling that you have for me. And Daddy, I, 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 I thank you that you bring people into my life that bring counsel, that, are, that have laid everything down and that can bring that multiplication in other people's life. Holy Spirit, I pray, create this platform where we can build this relationship with you that is not only fixed on one place, but that follows the calling that you have. Yeah. We tell you, Jesus, we are ready. Come, I want to walk with you. I want to walk with you. Amen. Amen.